0: Joining us now, as promised, is Stephen Johnson. He's with the Fort Worth uh, uh, Star-Telegram. And uh, Stephen, so much to talk about uh, with what's going on there with the... TCU, we got you know your football team in the college football playoffs. Which everybody's giddy about that. You got Max Duggan in the Heisman race there. Uh, you got TCU Hoops in the top 25. But let's hone in on uh, Max Duggan. I saw the piece you wrote, and with as good as the other three candidates are for the Heisman,
1: Stephen, you think Max should win the Heisman. Talk to me, Stephen. Oh, I think the case for, um, and I, I wrote an article about this, it really depends on how you look at the award. If you're telling me it's about the most outstanding player, if you want to tell me that that's USC's Caleb Williams, there's not much argument for, for me on that. But if you're talking about MVP in terms of just being the most valuable to your team, I don't think there's any question it's max. You know, you look at the preseason predictions and just, this is a team that a lot of people thought was going to struggle to get to a bowl game, let alone a Big 12 championship or college football playoff. And even though Matt isn't the sole reason they got there, man, it's just hard for me to see right now that even if Chandler Morris remained the starter, that they would be in this position they're in, man. So the countless times he left them on four-quarter comebacks, Oklahoma State, Kansas State, the clutch players against West Virginia and Kansas, and just even though he lost against Kansas State, that effort he just had in that game where you could see the little exhaustion on his body, man, I feel like that's one of the biggest most in the college football season. So I don't have a vote, but if I did, um, Max would be my highest winner.
0: I'll tell you, you know, what he did in that Overtime loss to Kansas State uh, was unbelievable. And it was just a collectively uh, impressive performance. I mean, their road to get to that. I mean, uh, people were counting them out a few weeks ago against Texas. Then they're not going to get by Baylor. And then, oh, watch out for Iowa State. And then they crushed Iowa State. These guys continued uh, to make uh, people uh, eat their words. Uh, so you were around the program a ton. Um, uh Talk to us about the leadership that Duggan has, because you know it was his face that people are remembering from that game that night, and maybe propelled him to stay in the college football playoff scene. Stephen,
1: yeah, absolutely. I think Max, but Max did basically he walked the talk, man. And everybody says they're for the team, they're for teams. It says not about work, I'm about we, not about me. But for Max to have that type of attitude, he had when he didn't win the starting job, even though he had been the starter for three years, he was the ultimate teammate ultimate leader from everybody we talked about. And then, you know, obviously Chandler gets hurt, and now it's his moment. So he sees the moment, man, and now it's like for everybody on the team. If this guy can suck it up, even though he lost his position battle, lost his QB1 title, and then he came back like nothing happened, like he won the job, man. I think it just sent the whole message to the team that everybody has to buy in to their roles, whether you're a star, whether you're on the bench. And I think everybody, as Sonny Dyson said, has just kind of done their job just like Max Duggan has this year
0: of the uh, horn Frogs, and we'll get to know much more about him in the coming weeks, uh, Sonny Dykes. I mean, he replaces a guy in Gary Patterson uh, that was well-respected. I mean, uh, I don't think anybody could say that over the course of the career that Gary Patterson, by the way, Stephen, former University of New Mexico defensive coordinator for, for uh, Dennis Franchoni way back when. Um, but anyway, Patterson leaves and uh, – Sonny Dykes doesn't waste any time getting, you know, TCU into the mix.
1: Mm-hmm. And that's, that's what I think people will probably forget, because these last three years obviously weren't up to the standards Gary had set here. But TCU has a lot of talent on their roster, man. And I've kind of told people this isn't like the story of like a Cinderella with a right. bunch of walk-ons, you know, getting to this point. They got NFL caliber guys on both sides of the ball. So I think what you're saying is Sonny and them brought in a couple of nice transfers on defense. What you're seeing is really great coaching. I think really literally maximizing every last drop of talent on this roster. And it's a very talented roster, it's like in the top thirty in terms of talent according to two, four, seven sports. So Sonny Dice and his coaching staff, man, they have just maximized all the talent on their roster, and I think that's what you're seeing.
0: Man, um, you know, I lived in Dallas for a while and I observed TCU from afar. Let's face it, you know, not that long ago, uh, they were not filling that stadium. Uh, and um, I'll tell you what—that's uh, football country there, you know. Uh, and they're craving a big-time college programs in in the Dallas-Fort Worth, Worth Metroplex area. I got to imagine uh, that it has been uh, really uh, impressive the way that the fans throughout, like the the Fort Worth and Dallas area, have really come uh, and started paying attention to these horn Frogs, Stephen?
1: Well, I've always been impressed with how well TCU has traveled so far. Even when we went up to Denver for the first game, you know, that was before all the college football playoff and top 25 talk. There was a large contingent of purple on my plane, at the stadium. It felt like they filled up all the seats for that they, they could get in that game. And I think that's kind of held up. You know, there were almost 75,000 people last week, the Big 12 championship game. A lot of TCU fans. So, I think they're embracing it. It's a small school, so there will always be some limitations to just how much support they can give compared to like an Ohio State or even a Texas. But this little school, man, and all of its alums across the country, California, Texas, they're all bought in, man. So you fit, you see it on Twitter, you feel it around the city as well.
2: Talking to Steven Johnson here on Team Talk ESPN Radio 101.7, the team He's the TCU beat writer for the Fort Worth Star-Telegram Going back, to, going back to Max Duggan, you talked about you know some of the qualifiers and what might go into the decision on Saturday for the Heisman, Steven, The fact that Duggan did come in late in the, in the second half of that opener against Colorado and then doing what he did afterwards, do you think that works for or against him because of just what it does on paper with the numbers against some of the other guys? I mean, he basically played in one less full game than the other ones.
1: I think it can help and hurt. I think for a lot of people, it can hurt in the sense that I don't think a lot of people waited until Monday. And maybe that's not fair to say. I think a sizable portion of the voters probably didn't wait until after the conference championship games. Because, you know, a lot of people thought the race was over after Caleb Williams had four touchdowns against Notre Dame. So I think it could hurt. It could have hurt him in that sense because you're comparing him to Caleb Williams, whose numbers are awesome, and you have basically have one less game than he did. But I think it could also help him in a sense because it's, it's going to make you remember that, hey, this guy came in the very end or almost near the end of the Colorado game, so he doesn't have that one extra game like a Williams or a Stroud has under his resume. But I think it also will remind people that, hey, this guy wasn't the starting quarterback. and He took this team from being picked to finish, what, 5-7, and 6-6 six and six, to 12-1 in the college football playoff. And that's why I think if we're talking MVP, most valuable, I, I, I'll say again, I think it'll be Max Duggan. I think his story Shows why it should be him. You
2: know? Well, let me ask you, which one do you think more, falls more in line with the Heisman? Because, you know, at times in different sports, we do this with the MVP conversation, you know, in the prof, in the professional level, is it most valuable or most outstanding kind of thing? Which one do you think falls more in line with, with the Heisman trophy?
1: I would say typically it's been most outstanding, and, and there are some years where they're just the most outstanding player is the most valuable one. So, but I think overall, I would probably say it's more MOP as opposed to MVP. Obviously, there have been some years where the guys necessarily didn't take their guys, their teams to a big bowl game or something like that, but they were so excellent that you couldn't deny what they did on the field. So I think it will probably be leaning more towards MOP, and I think that obviously helps out Williams' case uh, for the Heisman.
2: Talking to Steven Johnson here on Team Talk, TCU beat writer for the Fort Worth Star-Telegram. You mentioned just you know, what might end up being should Max Duggan win that Heisman moment at the end of the uh, the Big 12 championship game. He runs in the touchdown. Everybody wants to celebrate. He's so exhausted. He's pushing everybody away and then gets the two-point conversion after that. And that's going to be one of his really big selling points in this whole world of what have you done for me lately, Stephen. But just in this time that we're in now, I mean, we're seeing uh, Jackson Smith, uh, Jigba from Ohio State in the playoff. He's skipping the, the the college football playoff game. And we see guys skip these bowl games with how emotional max duggan was in the post game after that big 12 championship just with everything that he put uh put into that did, did, did anything from that stand out to you just you know how much how much uh, he was really carrying that with him in the post game
1: yeah i mean i I'm talking to Max, he just has a real deep love for this community uh for this college you know obviously he could have easily left and you know went to another power five school a nice group of five school with his experience talent uh, dual threat ability. He, w- he would have started somewhere at a good program, but he wanted to stay and be with his friends, graduate from the Neely School of Business. Like, his heart is all in Fort Worth, and um, I think it's kind of, I don't want to say rare, that might not be fair, but just, it it was, it, it's really been enjoyable to see, like, that pure love for a school that can often kind of get lost as college football becomes a little bit more of a business, with NIL and all this other stuff. You can really tell Matt Duggan chose TCU because it was TCU, and the environment, the universities, the school. So it's been kind of great just to see him make that decision to stay, and now it's kind of paying off for him in a way he probably couldn't even imagine.
2: Has he decided yet uh, for next year if he's going to use the super senior year, if he's going to declare? Has he decided that yet?
1: Uh, No, he said he'll have to decide soon. I don't think he'll make a decision until after the uh, CFP games. Uh, Just my opinion, I think he'll think long and hard about coming back just because he loves his coaching staff, he loves his program. But at the same time, I think Max has done enough to probably earn some NFL attention. I think if he were to leave, he'd be able to get an invite to the Senior Bowl. So if I was him, because it would just be kind of hard to top another year when you're a Heisman finalist. I think I would be, you know, more inclined to maybe try my try my try my chances out with the NFL draft if I was him. But Max hasn't decided anything yet, though. So.
0: All right, we'll keep an eye on it, and Stephen, we'll keep an eye on your work that you're doing for the Fort Worth Star-Telegram. Stephen, thank you so much for joining us uh, here on ESPN Radio, 101.7, the team back in Albuquerque, Stephen.
1: Yes, sir. Thank you guys for the invite.